We have a super personalized call out for our man's Joe Boss Hard by uh, somebody you might recognize. Hi, Joe. My name is Corey Mickey, and I'm here to ask about why you're afraid to run a beer mile. What's up, fellow ASMR fans? We're back again with some Chipotle Rapple crinkling. Just kidding. We're here with another hot episode. On the show today, we have Justin Knight, Canada's sweetheart. It was only fitting that we had him on the Beer Mile podcast after he won the Texas Qualifier Men's 1500 Meter, brought to you by the Beer Mile podcast. And Justin, as a, as a part of winning that race, he made himself $750 in prize money thanks to the Beer Mile World Classic for also joining that prize purse with us. Beer Mile World Classic is the official Beer Mile World Championship. Justin uh, graciously gave it to his brother for his brother's birthday, but we pay him live. You'll see right at the start of the interview with Justin, we, we do it live. We pay him on Venmo because he already fronted the money to his brother. So what a nice guy. What a nice guy. He fronted the money. He didn't even get the prize money yet. And he was already putting it out there to his and, brother. And competition for Canada's sweetheart is Gabriella. Gabriella. So we knew that if we we're going to put up prize money, we shouldn't just do the men's race. Uh, we wanted to promote both the women's and the men's race. So Gabriella, she won the women's side. And so similar to Justin, uh, giving giving away the prize money to someone who deserves it. So she's giving it away to a charity. And it's after the aftermath of all the Texas storms that left many without power, clean water, etc. So we are just going to fire up the old Venmo machine here. The Venmo machine getting a lot of mileage today. Venmo machine is getting a lot of mileage. Uh Austin Mutual Aid is the charity of choice. And if you're if you're trying to donate to any of these charities, whether it's for the Texas cause or just any cause in general, watch out for these freaking scammers because there's Austin Mutual Aid within like a little hyphen afterwards, same profile picture, etc. There's a ton of fake people out there that are just being dicks. So make sure that you avoid that. But confirm that this is the right one. I double checked her profile like five times. Uh so $750 going to UG. Congrats on the dub. And what's it for? Donation on behalf of G and the Beer Mile podcast. I should have used a comma, but we're just going to do th- double and and the Ooh. Beer Mile Oxford comma World fans. Classic. Boom. There it is. Paying it live. Rock and roll. Okay, hopefully there's enough in the checking count. All right, Austin Mutual Aid. We don't have any mutual friends, but we don't have any friends on Venmo. (laughs) Pay without confirming. Okay, payment's on its way. There you have it. We sponsored our first race, the men's 1500, and then we put up our first prize purse along with Beer Mile World Classic. G, Justin, two Canadians, taking taking all the Americans' money here. But and then and then donating it and then donating it. That so is that is peak Canada. That is yeah too nice, y'all. So and you can see in my recent here. Oh, there we go. You paid Justin Knight. You paid Austin Mutual Aid. So there it is. Before we get to the interview with Justin, we got some funny, quick little segments here to close out the intro. So let's dive right into those. If you haven't seen our behind the scenes videos from the Texas qualifier. Make sure you look at those on Beer Mile Media on YouTube. We get into the ASMR game a little bit. We also get into some shenanigans, I guess is the only word to really describe it. 
uh, yeah. showing you behind the scenes of the track meet uh, from the infield. So an angle that you don't normally get to see of pro athletes and uh, and the media people themselves. So yeah, and there there will be a part two either before or after this releases. But make sure you check that out too. Uh, also, if you're in the market for a new running watch, may we suggest Garmin? Uh, I think we're both wearing ours right now. Link in the description. All purchases with that link will give us a little support uh, to keep on pushing out content like this as well as our race coverage. Absolutely. This episode does not have a sponsor. Uh, Thank you to the Harrier for sponsoring the previous episodes. And I probably should send them an invoice for, you know, saying their name again on this on this podcast right here. But no (laughs) name sponsor on this episode. So, again, all all that we ask is if you could share this podcast with some friends Give us a five-star review on Apple Podcasts. We do also have the ability to support the show on our Anchor page, anchor.fm slash beer-mile-media. Um, we had another person contribute, pledge a monthly amount to us on there. So big thank you, Brett Stevens. Thank you for pledging to support us. Uh, we really appreciate that. And we are still going to continue to do giveaways. So if you rate us five stars and leave a review on Apple Podcasts for the Beer Mile Podcast, take a screenshot, DM us on Instagram, the underscore beer underscore mile. We will pick one person out of those that review the podcast on the next episode and we'll send you some free swag from beermile.com. So once again, all you, all you have to do to show your support is things that take you 15 seconds and are free to you. Share the podcast, subscribe, give us a five-star rating. It's pretty simple. Besides our interview with Justin, both Chris and I have been training vigorously for our upcoming beef battles uh, with Westfly C- CEO Everett Smolders and the Bowerman Track Club's Sinclair Johnson I think it's pretty fun to watch. So if you if you want to keep up with our training, follow us on Strava. I'm at the real Adam everywhere. I'm at Chris Robertson ten. We also actually we have a group on Strava that I made a while back. Yeah, I think yeah. there's like 15 people in there. So thank you for finding that randomly because we haven't plugged that yet. But we just have a group called Beer Mile on Strava. So yeah, join. Find the, it, join it, get jo- some mile yeah. grindage in there and yeah join uh, the beer mile squad on strava so yeah uh how is the training going for you so far a couple days in here yeah i did my i did my first workout in over in over a year today i did uh two mile warm-up 10 by one minute easy one minute hard fart lick and then uh like almost a two mile cool down it felt it felt good surprisingly good for how long it's been since i've worked out excited for the weeks to come i think it's probably i got a 10 mile long run on sunday and uh yeah going from there so what do you put your odds at of beating sinclair then you feeling pretty confident at this point or i dude i was actually surprised that so many people shat on me on instagram um, i mean sinclair's pretty fast she, yeah it's mean, her job so so that's the thing is like okay it wouldn't be a challenge if it wasn't against like the the future face of american middle distance um so yeah it's it's gonna it's not gonna be easy to to beat her but i think regardless uh if i win or not at the end of this i'm gonna be in the best shape that i've ever been in so there's really no cons to talking some shit over the next however many months so you're gonna break 420 in the mile then is that what we're saying i i think i mean if if i'm in shape to run like a 50 then yeah then yeah well, hell yeah. Here we go. Let's fucking get it, boys. 
Sub 50 for Adam. We'll see. Or, well, oh, I don't know, I don't know about so sub 50. 50. <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I'd, I'd say 50 high is the goal. You're going to have to actually buy some spikes. Yeah. yeah. I'm going to, yeah, suggest the, the best uh, super shoe for me to do my race in. Yeah, I don't know anything about sprint spikes. Well, do you go sprint spike or do you just go safe and go distance spike? I like, or I, like, you know, the like a victory or something. I, I think I've got to go like... 3K, 3k 5k spike yeah because i actually spike. want to use the spikes the size is 400 yeah okay Fair yeah, I'm, I'm not there are no 400 races besides starting beef with sinclair so i actually <laughs> do want to use the shoes <laughs> on my side you might have seen on instagram uh westfly ceo and i getting in a little bit of beef here over a beer mile he thinks he could crush me in a beer mile I know he can't. I, I don't even think he can finish a beer mile, to be honest. So I was on my run today and I like to visualize upcoming races. And so this one came to mind and I'm just picturing this race over and over in my head of me, whether it's me going down to, to Mississippi to race him or wherever we meet up, I can't vision envision him not throwing up in the race. Like yeah, th- what, regardless that- of like, I like to play through different scenarios in my head, visualizing races and whether he's ahead of me or behind me early in the race, I still envision him puking on beer four. Yeah, so I think I think what you should be um, envisioning is like you're on his shoulder after beer three. And I think, I really think the over under is gonna be 50 meters to 100 meters after beer number three for him throwing up. So as long as you're like on his shoulder and he yaks, that's like just big splooge yeah. <laughs> I mean I think yeah I think that he'll be ahead of me after lap one but see what he doesn't and I'm gonna help him out right now so Everett I know you listen because you're a big fanboy of the Beer Mile podcast I'm gonna help you out right now so a big mistake that people make in the Beer Mile is they go out way too fast and you get oxygen deprived and then also you start building up the lactic and your stomach gets upset and that only screws you, it screws you in a mile race to go out too fast, but it just is compounded in a beer mile because then you end up throwing up. You also can't drink without taking breaks because you're out of yeah. breath. So Everett is going to be super cocky coming into this. He's going to go out in like 59. He's going to be ahead of me yeah. and I'm just going to keep my cool. I'm going to go out in my like 62 and then, yeah, maybe he's ahead of me for a lap or two. And then by lap three, he's hyperventilating. He can't chug the beer without taking a breath and then he's going to puke. That's that's where I think the uh, the dragon energy kind of bites you in the ass because yeah. like it is a good thing to get hyped up for races, but for the beer mile, you got you almost have to go into it with like, a, okay, I'm going to race a 3K. Yeah, you, you do. You do have to be a little calm up front for sure. Yeah. So... Man, I'm excited to take him down. So Everett, if you can swing it in May, let's try to do it in May, please, because I'm actually moving to Colorado temporarily in June for the summer because I got to train to race real people. I'm doing the Pikes Peak Marathon. I'm going to race Seth Damore. Uh, so I don't really have time to like come back and race a rookie scrub in a beer mile. Like, so, <laughs> we got to get this beef over with. Yeah, like let's get it over with. So I'm calling it out now. Like I'll freaking travel to you in May if that's what we're going to do, Everett, because I really don't have time for people that I'm going to wipe the floor with. Like, I don't have time to deal with that this summer. So Dude, the, the Westfly betas are going to be in the YouTube <laughs> comments just outrageous shit on you for that. Let's go. Let's go. So we, so we got one more thing in the in the intro. We want to give a quick shout out and plug and, and roll the freaking cameras on our, our mans from Instagram. So we got a video sent to us by Emil Grenkist. He's, well, I think he hails from Norway, but is living in Sweden. Apologies, Emil, if I got that wrong and it's the reverse, but 
He's one of the best beer milers in the world. Uh, absolute champ. He was also featured on some big Instagram accounts like No Chaser. Uh, he does an impossible chug. And so we're just going to play that for you right now. So look at that. He puts an empty glass in his mouth. Pours the beer Pours the beer it. in. And then transfers it onto the using, glass. Using the glass, takes it off his chin, and then deletes sucks the it pint. down Just with delete. no hands. There it is. Our man Emil. Look at I that. Mean, that's, a, that's like sub. Is that sub three? That's pretty oh, good. Oh, yeah. And that was also no hand chug. Like he, that's he can, impressive. The pints just disappear. Yeah. Like yeah. two second pints. So he's also, uh, I don't, well, hopefully, Amelia, hopefully you're fine with sharing this because it did get out there on the internet. So hopefully your employer is not listening to this. They wouldn't be. Don't worry. We don't have that many listeners. Uh, Unless. I've seen him do the, the triple bottle, um, three bottles, and he's a monster. Damn. He's a monster. So Triple bottle respect. Yeah. No, he's, a, he's an absolute stud. In previous conversations, we have talked about one of the dark horses who has yet to do, well, publicly yet to do a beer mile uh joe boss hard we have a super personalized call out for our man's joe boss hard by uh somebody you might recognize exactly so go back well you probably have already listened to but if you have not the craig and eric episodes we talk about the beer mile who would be good at it and we kind of all mutually agreed that we think joe boss hard could be good at it he's the next big american talent uh in the beer mile so we also offered up, Adam offered up money to him if he breaks five. So offer yeah. still stands, Joe. And to get you a little encouragement, we wanted to get you uh, you know, a call out from someone that you know very closely. All right, so let's just- Roll footage. Let's roll footage. Hi, Joe, my name is Corey McGee, and I'm here to ask about why you're afraid to run a beer mile. Just kidding, but your friends Chris and Adam told me that you have a little skill that you aren't taking full advantage of, and they think that it's time for you to give it a shot. So, if you're not scared, maybe, um, let's see. Let me know how it goes. I hope that you do it. If you're fast and you're good at drinking beer, maybe um, you'll be the next big thing. Who knows? But let me know how it goes. Can't wait to hear. Good luck. There you have it. Dude, five, five out of five stars for Corey. That yeah. was amazing. Man, did you tip her? She deserves a tip. I, I think you can do that on Cameo. I still have to leave a review, but I'm I'm kind of oh, like, she's, she, I'm letting it simmer for a bit. That's true. Wait wait to review it to see if Joe actually responds. Yeah. Like that, so, that's the true value so, of the Cameo. Right. So so what I, what I told Corey and what I'm offering up to Joe is besides putting like a little side bet on you breaking five, which which I think is a fair bet. I think you can do it. Uh, we will also try and raise money as well as donate our own, you know, pocketbooks to the beneficiary of the Elk Run 5K because I think that's good. You know, it's charitable cause. You and Emma obviously care a lot about it. Um, it's a it's a charity. I, I'm blanking on the name right now, but. They help people going through financial hardships who are also dealing with cancer. So um, very relevant nowadays. And uh, yeah, we'd love to raise money for it uh, and also help you do your first beer mile. And yeah, make the USA Worlds team because you are a natural talent. So big, big ups to Corey for calling out her coach and getting him, giving him that extra juice that he needs to get out there and not yeah, be... No, knowingly not, or unknowingly. Yeah. Well... Actually, here, here's what we should do as well. So should we put up the request 
of what exactly oh, what you worded, yeah. worded it. This is, I mean, I suppose you could call this the, um, you know, shoot your shot, but it's with cameo. Uh, that's true. No shoot your shot segment this week at the end of the episode because we recorded with Justin for a while and really enjoyed our time with him. So not doing that in the outro, but this is the shoot your shot for for the week. Adam says, and if you're watching the video version, Beer Mile Media on YouTube, you can see this. Adam says, Chris and I, he doesn't no, no specificity on you know last names or anything. Chris and I have been trying to get our friend Joe to do his first beer mile. He was super fast in college, and we think he's the next big thing. Can you tease him a bit to give him motivation to do his first one? So yeah, it's just Joe, some guy Joe, you know, Joe, Chris, and Adam. Could be anybody. <laughs> I got to say, when, when I sent that, I was like, mm, 50% chance she responds. Because I, I just feel like, hey, our friend Joe, and it's like we've called him out on the podcast before. We saw like the entire, you know, we saw an entire team boss at um, the Texas qualifier I feel like we'd be on the radar, but thankfully not, because she actually did the cameo and it turned out perfectly. It's money. All right, Joe, your move. Welcome to the show, Justin. Uh, to kick things off, since you were the winner of the Texas Qualifier Men's 1500, we owe you some prize money. Uh, more specifically, we owe, <laughs> more, your, we owe your brother some prize money. We owe your brother some prize money. So if you're cool with it, does, do you, does your brother have Venmo or not? Do you know? He, no. It's so weird, yo. Canadians don't have Venmo. Like, it ah, doesn't work in Canada. Okay. But I sent, I sent him money from my account already. You so, did. So can yeah. I Venmo you? You can Venmo me. Hell yeah. Let's do it live. Love it. Yes. I got to check what my Venmo name is, though, because <laughs> I don't want you to send it to the wrong person. That's funny. That's exactly what Gabriella said. She yeah, Gabriella. Like, There's a lot of fakes. Yeah, Gabriella <laughs> is donating. She was uh, donating hers to charity, and there's a bunch of fake charities that have popped up with like similar names. Yeah, just yeah I heard about that. Yeah, so we have to, we're, we're going to pay her later. We got to be careful that we send it to the right one. Okay, let me see. Let's see if I. It should be like Justin Dash Knight. Ah, uh, yeah. Like, Justin a, Dash Knight. Oh, my picture? An old, old picture, right? Yeah, it's an old picture from Syracuse. Yeah, you, you look super young. Thanks, <laughs> the first result was a Justin Knight Dash One. Like, oh wow <laughs> that's crazy all right well, hopefully maybe some fans after watching this will just start venmoing me like three dollars or something yeah <laughs> like, oh, like that. in for dinner tonight dinner's on me yeah go to chick-fil-a or something here's three dollars or i guess you need like six yeah you need a little more than that now uh yeah. last last four digits of your phone number it's it's asking me to verify here wait four two or five one Four six. Five one four six. Oh, that's not right. <laughs> you don't know. Really? Your phone. Come on, Justin. Okay, hold on, hold on, hold on. I've had so many phones since like moving to the U.S. So like, let me. Ah, uh, that makes sense. That's a good excuse. Good save. <laughs> yeah. Oh, let me see if I can. Should I can pay without confirming? Yeah, that's definitely your picture. You... Okay, says so my. Is it the one with me and a bandana or something like yeah. that? Yeah, that's yeah. yeah, that's me. That's me. All right, cool. Well, it says it's sent. So I got it. 
I got, oh, you it. got, I got it. the notification. There it is. Oh, yeah. Okay. yeah. All right. Awesome. <laughs> shout out to you guys. I'm about to put you guys on my installator. <laughs> yeah. No, shout out, shout out to you. Bummer that you didn't know about it ahead of the race, that it was just a, a shock when you were getting interviewed at the end. Yeah. You, well, I mean, I guess it made it more fun. You know, I feel like all the athletes are like, oh, what am I going to do with the money? But uh, usually I kind of stay off Instagram or I, I browse it lightly or Twitter. Mm-hmm. So like I, I didn't see anything. Yeah, that's a smart move. I figured a lot of people wouldn't see it because we decided it was last minute. It was the morning of that we committed to doing yeah. it. Uh, so, yeah. Did you guys go to a casino or something, win some money and be like, <laughs> oh, let's put this in the race. <laughs> now, the, the story was that we were we were out late to dinner after the, after the first After night. the race is the first night, yeah. And yeah. we were just like, you know, it'd be fun if we like actually built a purse for at least one of the races and we wanted to do it for both the men and the women. So we, we talked to our beer mile buddies that run yeah. on the beer mile world cat classic and they yeah. ponied up with us. So, wow. Thank you. Thanks to you guys. I love that decision. I appreciate it. <laughs> of, course. of course. Yeah. We, it was also, I don't know. It was kind of Adam's idea, but I don't know. Did you get it at all from like the sound running building the purse? Cause we yeah, saw that yeah, the yeah. week before where they yeah, crowd. Yeah. And I was like, that's such a good idea yeah. because people would, if the stream is free, like I'll, I'll throw in 20 bucks. And if everyone yeah. does that, then it's going to yeah. end up being a pretty big prize purse. Yeah. Pretty interesting. And you also seen like at some other meets, like you, I saw like Noah Laos sponsored. Um, yeah. What, I think it was at New Balance Grand Prix and like a bunch of, even in Arkansas, you've seen a bunch of athletes sponsoring like events. I think that's pretty cool. It is. It is. I, I got in my first Twitter fight with some rando. Uh, <laughs> oh, so, it, so I got in a Twitter fight. It was about like the concept of of streaming free events. And he was like, oh, like there's not enough money in the sport to do that. And I was like, bullshit. We just did it like four times in a row. <laughs> <laughs> but I think I think the model is like just have free streaming and then have the super hardcore fans like donate yeah. money either to the purses or to like just overall cover the event. Yeah. I think that'd be awesome. And like, I think that's a good idea. Like, I think the main thing at hand is like, you got to make these races available or else people that aren't into track that might be into track aren't going to be like, I'm not going to pay money right. for your subscription, but you know, it'd be cool. What's that app where I think it's like cameo or something like that. Like yeah. even if a race put on like <laughs> the event, it was just like, yo, if you want Craig Angles to like do oh. something crazy and do a cameo and send it to you, I don't know. I feel like that would be cool. You know, everybody would pay for Craig, you know. So oh, for sure, yeah. He he really he really should get on there because he yeah. would he would never stop doing cameos. His phone oh, would just yeah. be blowing up all yeah. day. He could hire like Billy or something to be his like personal cameo taper or something like that as long as like the cameos are cheap like it's not like you're charging like two thousand dollars like some superstar yeah (laughs) you're a track and field guy but money's money and uh yeah it's funny that it's funny that you brought up cameo because chris and i were questioning whether or not to bring this next subject up but uh i was i was driving home from the suburbs back into chicago last night yeah and one of those random ideas came into my head where i was like wouldn't it be funny if like we tried to get Joe Bosshard to do a beer mile. So, oh my god! <laughs> so, so Corey Corey McGee's on cameo, and oh, I it really yeah, yeah yeah. And I I sent her I sent her a message. I was like, hey, me me and my buddy Chris are trying to get our friend Joe to do his first beer mile. He was pretty fast in college, and we think he would crush it. Yeah. 
and she sent back a response a couple hours later and it was it was money I'll, I'll just, <laughs> yeah yeah send that to me i'd love to see that <laughs> she, she doesn't realize or at least i don't think she realized that it we're talking about her coach joe not <laughs> yeah some oh, random she, friend. Oh, she for sure. <laughs> I don't think she realized it all, but she's like, she's given Joe crap in the video. Yeah, you'll you'll enjoy watching it. You're, she's given oh Joe God. crap for should, week and not doing it. And just forward it or put it on Instagram and tag Joe Bassard. Oh, for sure, for sure. We're, <laughs> yeah, yeah, we'll we'll definitely do that next week as a part of this podcast coming out for sure. Yeah. It'll be hilarious. One of my friends, he got a cool cameo from Lavar Ball. Oh, oh nice. really? Yeah, on his birthday, and I was just like, it was so like perfect it was like lavar honestly i feel like lavar would do it for free but like he was just being so lavar it was awesome to see that that's such a it's such like an interesting industry it is i, I remember when they first because they're out of chicago aren't they oh they might be i, I don't think know. they are and i, I you know this is the thing though if drake was on cameo i'm dropping Oh, <laughs> I'm dropping racks. I don't care what it is. I'm dropping it. A lot of do it for like birthdays or special events. I think it's like the, one of the coolest things you can do. It's it like, is really okay. cool. drop a couple hundred or like for Drake, probably a couple thousand. Yeah. Like, yeah. What? I'd have to care about the person to want a cameo from them. Like I want to just see who's on cameo and be like, oh, who can I get? But yeah. Yeah. How, how much do you think Drake would go for? Oh, God. And Drake. It, it is kind of, on cameo it's wild because some people who are like super famous are reasonable about it like yeah. like even if you're an a-list celebrity okay, like, okay. sometimes you'll go for 500 or a thousand bucks just because you want to connect um but then also there's times where there's like twenty thousand dollars for yeah. a five second video yeah. so i don't know i don't know where drake falls on that spectrum See, i heard drake's pretty i heard he's pretty expensive like in terms i heard for a feature from him it's like 500k or something like that or 300k but I, guess song. If, but I guess if you get a feature from him, it's going to blow up regardless. Exactly. But given that, and I feel like if he's on Cameo, I feel like he'll be more lighthearted and like, you know, these are fans. They're not rappers that are capable of paying that. Right. So I feel like if I had to guess a number, I think Drake would be anywhere between 2,000, 3,000. Okay. That's, yeah. that's pretty fair. I mean, that honestly, yeah, that would that would potentially be worth it. Who, who would yeah. you a cameo from him or Jay Biebs? Oh, Drake, easy. I love <laughs> Justin Bieber. I love him, and he had he had a really cool music video that dropped yesterday too, next to Drake stuff. But uh, <laughs> I love Jay Biebs, but Drake is that's my dude, man. That's my dude. <laughs> well, if you win an Olympic gold, does that get you the right to just hang out with Drake? Like, not even a cameo, like so. spend the night and just chilling with Drake. Yeah. Honest to God, I feel like if I won the Olympics, we'd just be friends. Like, I think after that, I'd be at the OVO mansion. You'd see me in music videos, you know. (laughs) I feel like we'd be cool with each other. (laughs) At least, you know, if I win the Olympics and it's not like that, then it'd it'd all be for nothing, right? So That's right. (laughs) (laughs) Never mind the the glory for the rest of your life, the the money that would come. If you don't get it's it's all. If you don't get Drake, I don't want it. (laughs) (laughs) oh my god (laughs) could you so what if drake asked you to be in a song with him or would you be more of like singing the chorus kind of guy or would you be rapping a verse kind of guy or 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 a hype man (laughs) oh man what's your special i can do it all like i can sing a little bit rapping rapping i'm very i'm like drake in the sense where i can't freestyle but I, I have to write it down first. I can come up with something if I write it down first. Uh, but singing is like, I remember when I went to world juniors uh, in 2014, 
And that's when like nothing was the same dropped his album is like, hold on, you're going home. Just hold on, you're going home. That was the main song. And I used to be just singing it all the time. And uh, my teammates on Team Canada, we were playing the game Spoons. You guys know Spoons, right? Oh, yeah. And the loser of the game, you know, you have to do a dare. A dare. And uh, it was all sorts of different dares. But for me, they made me go to Nor- the Norwegian team and sing to them at dinner time, like the entire song. Oh, and wow. Honestly, I loved it. Like I would have, I would have sang to them anyways, but like I, to this day, one of the kids that's on that team, I think his name's like Lars. I don't, I don't remember his last name. It's like Lafourin or something like that. But to this day, if he messages me, he's like, happy birthday, Drake. So oh, that's great. <laughs> yeah. So, so yeah, you're meant to be an entertainer then if you, if that didn't even make you nervous. Cause that would be like my biggest, like I, I personally hate doing karaoke. Like I'll oh. stand up and do something else and embarrass myself, but I know I'm bad at singing. So how I just, many beers though? How many beers for you wow. to do karaoke? <laughs> That's true. I'd say I like a six pack to do karaoke. A six pack? Yeah. Depends on who's there. I, I just know I'm so bad at singing. Like I'm, I'm musically inclined enough. To <laughs> yeah. I guess I don't even know if we've talked about it to like the podcast but this guy could, like you played violin for a long time yeah so it's yeah, not like no you're way. you're not like a music degenerate you just but and that's it. the thing i know enough about music to know my vocal cords just don't <laughs> yeah. work you're like this chord doesn't make sense i'm not hitting this one right i can hear that it's wrong and out of tune but i can't fix my voice to yeah. make it in tune i guess that's a good point though like it depends on who's there like if if we were at the olympic trials out with athletes this, oh my gosh. <laughs> this summer like i don't know if i would do it so you would be more nervous? See, I would be less nervous if I'm just around runners. I'd be like, oh, yeah, we're you guys. Yeah, exactly. Like, I don't know. They're already aware that we're goons. Like, it's fine. I don't know. What I would, do you do if, like, I don't know, like, if you're at the, the club and, like, uh, well, I'm, I'm trying to think of somebody. Like, I don't know, like, Justin Gatlin sees you singing up there and just is looking at you, like, get off the stage. Oh. <laughs> I feel like at that point, it's like, yeah, I think I would get like tunnel vision and just like start kind of sweating, and <laughs> dripping against the wall. Be like, oh no! I would say like, you know, depending on where I'm at and how fun of a night I'm having, I might even just walk up to the table and just directly sing to him. Yeah, <laughs> it's like a switch of either I'm going to freak out or I'm just going to go way over the top and, and do that. One of Yo, the- oh my god, that'd be. I mean. After the Olympics, you know, if everything's cool and everything's better, there's only one way to find out. Oh, we got to yeah, do carry. Go test now. yourself on a night out and see what happens. I have a funny story for you guys, actually. I remember, um, I think it was after my team won NCAAs in 2016. Or no, 2015, sorry. I think it was 2015. And uh, we were at a, like a, you know, a house party with all the athletes. Some soccer players were there. Uh, you know, all the athletes, whatever. And like, it was just a regular house party. Not even just all athletes. And um there's this one guy on the soccer team that was a sick DJ. And, um, you know, I was pretty young, but those guys were cool with me even like before NCAAs. And they're like, yo, Justin, the you know, national champion, whatever, blah, 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 or all American, he's here. And they let me go into the DJ booth and they're like, yo, what song do you want to play? And I ended up playing Just Hold On, We're Going Home. I think like that's my song. Yeah. And they let me have the mic. So I grab the mic and I'm singing along and I'm thinking I'm killing it. I'm like, I got my eyes on you and I'm going crazy. And um, lo and behold, everybody cleared the party. Like after I got on the mic, I swear to God, everybody left the party. And then it was awkward because it was, I was like one of five guys in the room 
finishing the song and then I'm like, where did everybody go? And so I, I haven't picked up a mic and sang since. That's oh cold. no, I, I'll, I'll go out on a limb and say it wasn't your voice. It was just coincidence. They, yeah. they were, I, th- I think it was time to go to the bars, you know? Yeah, like, yeah, I think, yeah, you, I mean, yeah, you had a tough job. It was like 11 p.m. <laughs> everyone was trying to go to the bars, so they just had to get out of there. I mean, maybe yeah. you're like you're the closer. You get people hyped up to go to the bars. <laughs> That's what I like. See, I can make a career out of that, you know? Exactly. <laughs> well, whenever, like, I don't know, I always, I don't know, I'm a big fan of the, and I say, I think I say this to you sometimes, but to my wife, like, even when we're just going to, like, the grocery store or something and we have music on, I'm like, all right, what's our like going out song? Like our going away oh, song? Yeah. You gotta play oh, like yeah. one hype song before you leave. Yeah. You know? Oh yeah, it's good to know what, that. What is the hype song? Depends on the day, oh, you know. Okay. Dra- what's Dra- today's hype song? If you had to leave right Ooh. now. Oh man! See, the problem is I haven't gone out in so long. <laughs> You're long. like, what's music? Well, I see. <laughs> That oh, man, that's tough. Well, we were just listening to a Rick Ross song that oh, like, that's in my head now. <laughs> I think I'm big meat. Oh. <laughs> man, I was a huge Rick Ross fan back in the day. Oh yeah. Well, we might, so Rick Ross used to be sponsored by Reebok before yeah, oh, like a few years yeah. before. <laughs> yeah. We all know what happened, so <laughs> Yeah, so that was the song that we were just listening to. And, and now it's, oh. and it's unfortunately just stuck in our heads. Yeah. yeah. You know what's funny? I don't know if you guys are fans of Kanye, but like he always mentions in his songs that one cousin that stole his laptop. Do you have you guys like noticed that? I noticed the reference, yeah. <laughs> it's like, dude, kind of let it go, man. Like <laughs> I don't think you're getting that laptop back. There's like yeah. these random uh TikTok trends will where they'll like dissect um a lot of Kanye songs. I forget who else is on there, but there's like so much low-key beef that has come up over the last year. Drake and Kanye, man. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Like there's so much shit about – so uh, Kim and Kanye are splitting now and allegedly, quote unquote, there's like Mm -hmm. lyrics from Drake in one of the songs. Yeah, I'm I'm an expert on this, man. I saw saw the shots before people knew. (laughs) Crept down the block. Made her right. Cut the lights. It's nothing nice. <laughs> oh, come on, man. Like, so, I, so the TikTok, like that, those lyrics, somebody drew up the uh, uh, Google Maps between their houses. And he was like, cut, yeah, cut down yeah. the right. And it was like, I was like, oh my God. <laughs> That's why Drake's the goat, man. Right. He's saying stuff, everybody's partying to it. And like, Kanye's the only one that's like, Wait, that's my house. <laughs> <laughs> he's like he's like doing the uh, the hangover math in his head. He's like, yeah. oh, hold on. <laughs> you guys should edit that clip into the video. Oh, oh for, for sure. sure. Yeah. That's yeah. 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 That's the cool like all a lot of those great artists. I you can still listen to the, like I can still listen to old Kanye and there's like new lines I pick up on or references oh, yeah. every time. Yeah. Like it's crazy how much depth there is. Um it's- Especially yeah. when, like, you love an artist. Like, I think, you know, for me, obviously, I'm probably one of the biggest Drake fanboys out there and stuff. But it's because, like, he came from my city. He's from Toronto. He represents us well. But mm-hmm. when you have an artist that they're saying stuff that you can relate to, because Drake in his songs, like, he says stuff that if you lived in Toronto, only you would like, know. Very specific. Yeah. yeah. Very specific. So, like, when, um, for example, you know that one line where he says, uh, top five, top five, top five. I don't know if you guys remember that, but it was on off his views album. 
And like everybody was like thinking that, oh, he's talking about like he's a top five okay. artist. Right, right. But there's a rapper in Toronto named Top Five who's like pretty popular over there. And like if you're from Toronto, you make the connection, you know? I love, I love, I mean, that's like almost another TikTok trend where like again, they're going through lyrics and then they show a lot of rappers will talk about some like geolocation where they'll like some TikToker will just like show a gas station that some yeah i've seen that yeah yeah and they're like oh yo like i'm i'm in this song like i'm featured right now (laughs) (laughs) well drake's drake's last music video uh he shot it in toronto and a couple of scenes from the clip is like he shot it in ripley's aquarium which is like right by uh the rogers center where they play where the blue jays play and i'm like man i've walked through there that's sick and then like he was on the subway and i was like i take the subway I don't know if I've been on that specific train, but I've, you know, taken the same train. So it's, it's just cool to see that type of stuff sometimes. For sure. Eric, Eric Jenkins won't, he won't appreciate this, but whenever, whenever we pull the Ricky Roxford music video, um, whenever I see it, I'm like, Oh, like I've been, I've been on that train before. Man, Eric Jenkins, I feel like with a little bit more persistence and like effort, he could have been the next Jack Harlow, you know, like, I look at uh, did you guys see jack harlow's like when he when he rapped like when he was younger yeah he looked he looked kind of like eric <laughs> <laughs> yeah for real so yeah, who knows like eric, eric could have been jack harlow but he eric pursued running instead also, uh, his voice is also like pitched down a little bit as he obviously as he's gotten older so i think i don't know he, he could have made it he's maybe got, he's, maybe he still can he, yeah, yeah he has a unique enough voice and he's very clever like very yeah. creative and yeah yeah yeah, tell I, him, hey, I mean, when our running careers are over, I'm going to tell him to plug me in and we can go into the studio. Oh, hell yeah. <laughs> Make some music. You know, you guys can play at the at the meets and stuff. We could use a soundtrack for our for our podcast True. to play in the background and whatnot. So, you know, oh, get, some, get some custom hype music. Yeah. All right. <laughs> I like where this is going. I like where this is going still. <laughs> I just like artists. So like, I guess back to, to Drake um, and Kanye, too. I just like artists that you can play their entire album like without shuffling, without skipping any songs in a row. And it like kind of tells a story. Kid Cudi especially does that too. Yeah. Kanye, one of my favorite songs from him is like Through the Wire. Yeah. That was an amazing song. Yeah. Yeah. He's pretty good. I think like, I mean, I still like Kanye. I mean, I'm I'm still on Drake's side. So if if Drake says don't listen to Kanye, I'm not playing him. But but, uh, no, I still, I still like Kanye. It's just that, with a couple of the songs that he's released um, in the relative, like, kind of past, yeah. um, I just feel like compared to what he gave us, I feel like he's not trying. Yeah. And to me, it's annoying where I'm like, I know you're capable of so much more and you're just making music because you know we're going to listen to it anyways. Right. right. Yeah. I think Life of Pablo, though, I think that's the one album where I was like, whoa, we like, might be getting Kanye back. Yeah, his old yeah. Kanye back. Yeah, yeah, yeah. for sure. <laughs> kind of transit like the enter, enter talks of entertainers, etc. I'm curious, like from a pro runner perspective, like do you consider yourself an entertainer? Is that w- would you say that or no? I mean, when uh, I think about like, I mean NBA, NFL, like any of those. Of course, it's it's uh, an athletic endeavor, but like. I don't know. They're, yeah. they're, they're entertaining everybody out there, like with their personality, their skill, et cetera. I'm curious if that's how yeah. you look at it at all or, or not. Eh, no, not really. I mean, I feel like 
I'm just, I feel like at the end of the day, I'm just Justin, like the friends that I've made in track and field, it doesn't matter if you're just as fast as me or if you're a lot slower, if you run or you don't run, like if you're nice to me and you say hi to me at a track race, I will always take the time of day to at least have a conversation with you. So not to say that entertainers don't do that, but like, I think that's where I come from. It's just like, I'm just a person that runs that competes. That's what I get paid to do, which is great. But you know, I'm not walking around thinking like I live in Hollywood Hills or something and <laughs> wearing sunglasses and stuff. No, I, I just think I'm a normal person. Do, do you think like, I don't know, it seems like running as a whole is kind of getting more so into the like social media sphere, marketing yourself sphere. Like yeah. that, do you like that aspect of it? I, I love you, it. <laughs> yeah, I was gonna say, you seem to do pretty well. People can really relate to you. I didn't know if if that's something that's like, oh, it's annoying that I have to, whatever, I have to post an Instagram or do these things. Because <laughs> I know it'll, I know it'll yeah. get me closer. If that's just like, ah, I would be doing that anyway, just as a part of my life, you know, sharing my life, whatever I'm doing. And so it's not really like that. It's not really a thought necessarily that like I need to actively be connecting with fans and being a social media person as well. Yeah. I mean, I just try to keep it as natural as possible. I think uh, <laughs> from when I was, I think I was one of the very first distance runners to get verified actually in college. Like I remember, uh, I just came out back from world champs. I was talking to like my pro friends, like Aaron Brown, Brandon Rodney, um, who else? like Brandon McBride. I was talking to them and, and like, yo, how do I get verified? And they're telling me like, they got it done at the Olympics or like I asked Brandon, I was like, yo, can your agent, like, can he help me out? He's like, yeah, let me ask him. Cause like he has connects. And it never really worked out. But then I, I was talking to Q's Athletics, like Syracuse Athletics. And they're like, well, we can put in a request for you to be verified. Because technically, like, you're one of our best athletes. Like, you fit the criteria. It was weird because, like, they denied a lot of other athletes, like basketball players on our team and football players. And then when I put in my, like, they put in the request for me. And I got accepted. And, like, one, I'll, I'll never forget, I was at a John Mayer concert. With my boys. <laughs> I was at a John Mayer concert in Syracuse with my boy Robbie Hall, Aiden Tucker, um, Philo Germano. I was with those guys. And we kind of snuck down. Like we weren't even supposed to be that close, but we kind of like snuck down a little bit. And we're, you know, we we're having a good time. I was like, oh man, this John Mayer guy can sing. And uh, because I never heard of him like before. Okay. I knew some of his music, like I knew gravity, but I didn't, I'd never seen his face. Mm. And um, sorry, this is all irrelevant, but uh, <laughs> I remember I was just like at the, at the concert and then I checked my phone and checked Instagram. I was like, Whoa, I got a check mark. And I was freaking out and stuff. And like, uh, is there like a special notification that comes through with confetti and shit? <laughs> you just, would think you would, you would hope so because of how hard you have to work to get it. But like, yeah, yeah. No, no notification. I just checked my Instagram and I was like, it's a blue check mark. That's for me. But uh I like it. Honestly, I think it helps us. I think it, uh, presents opportunities for athletes and everything. Uh, I mean, there's some negatives. The only thing that I don't like sometimes is like when I don't have any pictures to post and I'm supposed to post, like I hate putting out poor quality pictures. Like you'll never see me take a selfie in my house and be like, just finished my run sweating. Like that's not, I'm a high quality pick type of guy. But maybe that's what people would connect with. Maybe you got to do this sweaty <laughs> close-up. <laughs> we should we should do a poll. You know, it's like should Justin be more authentic on Instagram? 
I but like you know what? I'm pretty authentic with my Insta stories, though. I'll post that on my Instagram stories. Yeah, stories are like that's a good channel to just post. Like, oh, I just like any random shit thing. the bed in a workout. I look horrible. Like, yeah, here you go. yeah, yeah. Like I, I post pretty much anything. The other day, oh no, it wasn't on Instagram. It was on Snapchat. But like, I had this basketball net in my house. I'm not going to show you, but like, <laughs> it's just over the door. And I got bored, and I was just trying to throw the ball backwards to see if I can get it in. And like, that's the content that usually makes my Instagram story. So that's yeah. good. I like that's it. Stuff, that, is, that is good. That is good. With, with being the, uh, like the team, the Reebok team kind of being built around you uh, after you graduated from Syracuse, do you feel like that's any added pressure for you? Um, I wouldn't, I wouldn't say I didn't feel pressured by it. The only thing where um, it was, I would say it was kind of hard for me is that you see, when I came from high school, I went to a team where there's like a lot of guys that've been to NCAA already. Like I've never had the NCAA experience. I've never raced in college. And I had teammates that, you know, that were better than me. And I had teammates that weren't better than me, but all of them had, um, they had guidance for me. Like they were able to tell me like, Hey, this is what you do. This is what we do before we go to races. Like you should drink this much water. Cause I'd never used to drink water. Uh, back in the day, still don't as much as I should, but, um, like I had a lot of people to guide me and like, show me the ropes, I guess I could say. And, um, I think the only difference here is like, I have phenomenal teammates. Like I have guys that can help me in terms of building my strength. Like you've seen our marathon guys. I got Rob, uh, Rob Domanic and Alex Rogers to pull me through the fast stuff. Ben helps me with the 5k stuff. But, um, in terms of like going to world champs, and possibly like the Olympics, like, um, I don't really know anybody on our, on my team that's been to world champs already. So I'm like the leader where it's like, Oh, like when you go to world champs, like there's rounds and like, you know, you got to do all this stuff and the media and everything where, um, that's the only adjustment that I've had, but, you know, thankfully with team Canada, like I'm really close to Mohammed and his family and, uh, Brandon McBride and lots of other guys on the team Canada team, like whether they're on the sprints or the distance and, you know, the Mo, I, I mean, I call Mo in the summer for some guidance. And like, even though we compete against each other, we're not on the same team. Mo, whenever I call him, he picks up and he always like helps me out. So um, I've just been thankful to have those friendships to help guide me. But I, I don't know why I made the answer so long. You guys asked no, a, simple, a simple question, but. That's right. That's why it's a podcast. We got unlimited time. <laughs> well, limited to what Zoom gives us, right? Well, there you go. There you go. What, what? So, what does the selection process look like for Olympics for Canada? I'm not. I'm not familiar with it. Is it? It's not only based on like a trials race. Is there also like a selection where, based on time, you can be selected to the team too? Yeah. So originally they just changed it. So I'll tell you what it is now. Okay. Uh, I'll tell you what it is originally. And then I'll tell you what it is now. Originally, how you make the team is that you have to run the Olympic qualifying time. And then you also have to place top three, but top two, preferably to automatically make the team. If you place third, it's at Canada's discretion on whether or not they bring you. Um, so yeah, I mean, it was just simple like that. Obviously you have to register with, uh, athletics Canada and declare that you're, you want to run this event at the Olympics. But other than that, you just need the time and the placing. But recently with COVID and everything, which made it interesting is that team Canada announced that 
if you have the top two fastest times in your event and you already have the Olympic standard, you don't have to go to trials. Like you automatically make the team. Okay. And then if you have the standard, but let's say you're like the third or fourth or fifth fastest guy, you go to trials. And if you win the race, you automatically make the team. So okay. it's really like it could potentially you have, you either have to win the race or get second. And then it's like a question mark. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So, so where do you fall then currently on, on that? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, right now. I mean, I'm, I'm second to the, you know, the great Mo Amin. Yeah. Um, yeah. I think third behind me is Matt Hughes. He, okay. he ran his time indoors in 2020. Um, I was hoping to get the 1500 meter one. Like, I mean, it would have been great. I, I was in shape to do it, but you know, uh, it was a, a windy night. I, I would say when we ran, um, but you know, who knows, you know, I hope to get into some more races, hopefully a diamond league or so, or get into some races in Europe and either improve my 5k time to make it a little bit more solid where I don't think anybody's going to catch up to me or, um, just get a better 1500 meter time and qualify there too. For sure. What, which are you going with at the Olympics? Just the 5k or both? You see, I think cause it's my first one, I'd be leaning on just doing the 5k. But, um, as of right now, like I feel so strong, like, uh, winning that 1500, like I didn't really do any speed work leading into it. Like I did a couple 400s and stuff, uh, you know, leading up to the, the race, but like, mainly I was in those trenches, like, well, not, I'm making it sound more exaggerated, <laughs> but literally in the trenches, <laughs> I was in the trenches, you know, I was in the trenches with my team, uh, working out with the marathon guys. And I got like a lot stronger from 2020 to now. So what you guys saw in these 1500s in the two mile that I ran, like that's strength with me, you know, the natural speed ability that I already have. So, um, when I do work on my speed, I'm sorry to the original question you had, it's like, I think I have enough strength where possibly seeing where I am at the end, like in June, July, if I can double, I think I might be strong enough to do it, but like, I won't know until I get there. When you, when you sharpen up a bit. Yeah. That'll, yeah. that'll be fun to see. What do you yeah. think about, so you kind of talked about the diamond leagues, some of the pop-up events, <laughs> Uh, the Texas qualifiers. What do you think about some of like the, I've been calling them like underground events, even though everybody goes to them. What do you, <laughs> what do you think about those? Like, wait, like the, like the meets that we're talking about, like uh, the Texas yeah, qualifiers. So, like, obviously they're, they're sanctioned, but they're not like these huge sponsored yeah, events. Like the vibe of like the Texas qualifier versus a vibe of a diamond league. Like, right. Oh, I thought it was great. I thought it was great. Um, I don't think it's fair to compare the Texas qualifier to a diamond. Like when I went to the Rome diamond league, you know, it's a diamond league. They filled up the stands. Yeah. Texas. I'm sure they could have filled up the stands or even yeah. like had it crowded, but you know, with COVID you, they yeah. had restrictions on it. The thing I'll say about the Texas meet was just that like, um, it felt like it was very professional. Like I thought it was amazing. You guys had the drone. Um, it was one of the most professional meets that I've been to. The only reason why it kind of felt like a high school meet was that the people in the crowd were the competitors or people that already competed. So that's why it kind of felt like high school, but I didn't mind that. Like to me, it didn't feel like there was as much pressure because you don't have 
people that don't know you that are like, damn, why is this guy in last place? He sucks. How do you even get into this meet? So it was a lot more low key. So I kind of, I enjoyed that. It, it, it was nice. Yeah. Would, would you say like the added, the added fans and hype around a, a, like a diamond league race, do you fare better in that environment? I mean, I know for me personally, like I've never been a good time trialer. I just don't get like super hyped up for that. And if yeah. it's like no fans, I'm like, ah, like it's hard why? for me to get in that mental like, why state. why am I here? Yeah. But yeah. versus like a big race where you're like, oh dang, like everyone's watching this. I got to show up. So I, do you, do you kind of feel that way or do you like the, I guess, do you perform just as well because of the low pressure? Well, I'd say I perform just as just as well, but I do appreciate the fans being there. I'll tell you, um, when I went to world champs in London, the first time in 2017, uh, that was one of the most special races I've been in one, because, you know, I wasn't expected to make the file and I was like closing in on Mo Farah, And I was like, yeah. Oh my gosh, it's a huge moment. But, um, I think in the final, just having the fans there, like we were in London and it was Mo's last race. I don't know if he's running on the track in the Olympics, but as far as we knew at that time, it was Mo's last track race. And, um, with 300 meters to go, mind you, I was nowhere near Mo, but they were screaming so loud that it was silent. And I don't know if that makes sense. Like I'm sure there's a scientific term for it, but like it got so loud. And then eventually it got to the point where it was just silent. Like I couldn't hear anything. And I think like to have people cheering for you that loud and, be in that environment like it hyped me up to like kick a little bit harder to the towards the finish line so i, I enjoyed that for sure I, i'm also curious like people run for different reasons would you say that you like truly love running or are you more just su- a big competitor in running you happen to be really good at and so you really love competing and that's and that's really what drives you to keep running yeah so i mean my first love was basketball in terms of sports at least yeah. but <laughs> my first love was, and actually you know what basketball came first before any other you know love whatever but uh <laughs> yeah anyways uh so I love basketball like even to this day like you know I have a mini hoop in my house like if I could I'd go outside and shoot like I could spend hours playing basketball um the way I got into running long story short it was an accident I, w- I wasn't failing gym class, but I had like a 68 in the class. And the teacher was like, if you do well in this unit, I'll give you like an 89 or 90. So I did what I had to do. And then they put me on the team and I was just running just because like I was good at it and like kind of wanted to miss some days of school. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like yeah. it's another reason to get out of school for, uh, you know, for some time. And um, as things went on, as I started like getting more familiar with the sport and getting more comfortable with like running in trails, there was actually like this kind of bliss and peace, at least for me, like when I run on single track trails, I love it. Like, it's just like, mm-hmm. it's the time of the day where like, you don't have to deal with the world. There's not cars honking or like, you don't feel busy. You're just like out in the world and like appreciating what, you know, God created, I guess you can say. Yeah. And um, I fell in love with that, with that part of running in terms of competing um, I'm the type of person where I'm super competitive. Uh, I'm not a sore loser by any, uh, by any means, but I do enjoy competing. And I used to have, it used to be my Twitter bio, but there's a lyric from Wale that I, <laughs> it really stuck with me, but the lyric was, I hate to lose more than they love to win. That's the difference between me and them. And I feel like that stuck with me just because when people ask me about 
winning NCAAs or, or any race that I won, I can kind of give you an idea of what happened during the race. Like if they're looking for details, I can be like, Oh, I think 300 meters to go. I did this. Like, it's more like, I think, but I might not be completely sure. Whereas where, when I lose, not that I'm a sore loser, but I know exactly where I messed up and never to have that happen again. And like, when I go to practice, like when I start like feeling like I can't go any harder in my mind, I have replays of getting out kicked by like Brent Fisher or like Drew Hunter at Penn Relays or, you know, that's old stuff. Like that doesn't go through my mind now, but like, you know, after those moments happen, I'm just like, man, you got to work hard. So that never happens again. And, um, yeah. And I feel like I enjoy running. I love it. Um, I think with the pandemic and not being able to compete, I realized that I really do love competing. Like after a while, it's just like, I, I want to go out there. I want to compete. I want to like show my fitness. So long story short, I love running. I love competing, but <laughs> oh, they both worked out. <laughs> yeah. So, so will you be a lifelong runner then you think, even when your pro career is over, still get out for those runs? Jogger. Jogger. I won't, <laughs> yeah. I won't not, say runner. <laughs> not at the track, not at the track <laughs> intervals or anything like not that. Even. Like the thing is for me, is like, I don't think I will at least consistently go out and plug in like hundred mile weeks. Yeah. yeah. Assuming that I don't have another job and I'm like, you know, I have other things in life and I can yeah. run hundred mile weeks. I don't think I would, but, um, I think every day I'd, I'd want to run 30 minutes at least Yeah, at the very least. Yeah. yeah. Just a nice little meditative break from <laughs> absolutely. Is. Yeah. You know, you have kids and stuff. They're making noise. You're like, that's it. I, I can't do this. I got to go for a run. He's got to go for a run. <laughs> My wife's like, he always does this. He runs away when like things get started. <laughs> away from his problems. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. so you mentioned, you mentioned having, uh, success really early. You didn't start running until high school and then had success really early. What would you say is the ratio of, so, so your success today, how much of it is luck versus hard work? I would say, um, my entire grade 11 year. That's when I first got into running. That's when, uh, I didn't like do the entire season of track. I literally only did like provincials, which is our States. And then, or sorry, I did cities, then provincials, which is like going to state. And, uh, but then grade 12, that's when I did my full year of track and cross country. So I think grade 11, I'll scratch that off as luck because literally I was running in basketball shorts. Uh, I had like an under armor, like, you know, the under armor shirts that came out when we were that age, Yeah, the, the tight ones. I, yeah that were, that were relatively new. I was running with that, my Jersey over top that basketball shorts. And then I had, um, I don't know if you remember like the Nike hyper dunks. Oh, heck yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. So if you, you can you picture that, strange. you would have looked very strange. In a, yeah. <laughs> I can, I'll find a photo. I'll, I'll find a photo and send it to you. It's very poor yeah. quality, but you can see, Perfect. and, uh, that was luck. I would say that was luck or when pure you, talent, I guess. When, but, um, when you drop your first album, that's, that's what the, the cover, the cover is. pick is. <laughs> <laughs> I know. Right. But, um, I think after that, like the type of person that I am is like, I've always been 100% in 100% dedicated. Um, like even in college, like I, I had a great time in college. I had fun, but you know, while I was in season, my whole t- majority of our team, like we were dry when uh, 
when we were competing, like we didn't, we didn't drink at all during our season. And for me, that wasn't hard because I was just like, I'm all into running. So, uh, I think like I put in a lot of hard work and it obviously paid off for me to be where I am. Absolutely. How, what, yeah. what was the decision to come to the U S for NCAA? <laughs> like, did that just come up your last year, uh, in school in Canada and it like yeah. offers were coming to you. So you're like, I'm going to jump on one of these or did you even like, yeah. that was a thing? Cause it seems like a lot, even, even more and more <laughs> athletes are coming to the U S from all over the world for yeah. NCAA system. Well, I'm not going to lie. Like, okay. When I was in grade 10, grade 11, I was thinking like, man, hopefully I can get us like not even a scholarship. Hopefully I can walk on to like, you know, university of Toronto or York university's basketball team. Cause I wasn't thinking about track back then. And then when I started running, I was like, Oh, maybe I can go to college and get like, um, in Canada, they don't give full scholarships. Like the most you can get is $4,000, but tuition's 10 grand. So it's like not even a good ratio then. Right. Yeah. Yeah. And, um, I was thinking like, Oh man, like maybe Canada, I can get like a full scholarship or like, or, you know, the max amount. Yeah. And I'll never forget. Like, I think, I think after grade 11, um, I ran, it was me, Ben Flanagan, this kid, Brandon Allen. And I was like the, I was the youngest kid that I think I placed fifth, but they ran in the three K they went, I think they went eight thirteen or eight, eight Oh nine. 813, 814, 815, and then I ran 819. And that was like the fastest finish in provincial history, like the top five people. And uh, you know, Ben went to Michigan, uh, Brandon Allen, who won the race, he went to Iona, two of the guys went to Iona, and um another guy named Troy Smith, he went to Wisconsin. And then I was the next person in line, and there was like coaches that were there, and I, I started getting like a lot of attention. And, um, the first school, the first American school to recruit me was Ohio state. Okay. Yeah. I think the coach's name was Bryce Allen. He was awesome. Uh, he came to my house for a barbecue. It was really cool. Um, and then after that, like I started getting letters, like I get called to the principal's office, like during every single period saying, Hey, we have a letter for you. It's from Oregon. Hey, we have a letter from you. It's from NAU. We got a letter from you. It's from Wisconsin. And so on and so on. It was really cool because like my peers were seeing me come back with like these U.S. colleges and stuff. And um, eventually it became apparent that like I could go to the States for university. And I told my parents and then we were taking it seriously. And um, yeah, from there, we just started the recruiting process. I actually got involved pretty late just because, you know, most kids get recruited a little bit earlier. And uh, I'm not going to lie. The one confusing thing is like to look at to see if schools were good. I would like, I don't even remember what website I'll go to, but I'd look at the track and field results. And then I'd see like USC, like, and I was like, man, I should go to USC for cross country. Cause like, you know, <laughs> it looks like they're the best school, not, <laughs> you know, no, no offense to USC or anything, but like they dominate the track, but you know, there's a little confusion on uh track yeah. versus cross country who would be better. For sure. I'm going to have yeah. to correct you on one thing. You said Ohio State University. I think oh. that people there would have to get upset. They get upset. Hey. The, the Ohio State. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I always piss Ben Flanagan off. Like, it's the same conference, right? Michigan and Ohio yeah. State. Yeah. And, uh, you know, obviously Michigan doesn't get along with Michigan State, their rivals. And I always piss him off at practice whenever we talk about schools and be like, oh, I heard Michigan lost to the Michigan State. 
and he just won't talk to me for the rest of practice. <laughs> oh, that's great. Yeah, yeah. The, that's perfect. Yeah, because Michigan, can... Michigan and Ohio State, and Michigan, Michigan State are the two big ones. So yeah, yeah, just, <laughs> yeah, man. And do you wanna do you wanna get into the Canada versus USA or yeah, let's start to wrap up. Let's do it. Let's do it. So we got some. I think some of these we already know the answer to, but we'll go for it anyway. So we, when we had uh, Kirano Leonard on for from originally from Ireland, we did uh, like Ireland versus USA. Like, what's your preference on these different topics? So, uh, okay. so I'll, I'll go with a softball. For, wait, wait, wait. These questions. Am I going to lose my my visa based off of any no, answers? No, 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 no. <laughs> these are. <laughs> Just, just wanted to clarify. I wanted to make sure before I answered. Shoot, I didn't think about that. We should have got, yeah, we should have got more and more like in depth as we went and yeah, like, like really test your knowledge you, of the U.S. Recite and, the first paragraph of the Gettysburg address. Exactly. This <laughs> opportunity. No, it's just your preference. So we won the War of 1812. If that's what you're asking. Oh, Sco- shoot, sco- skip the first board. one. Skip the <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, We'll go off the top of the list here. Who has better food, better cuisine, Canada or the U.S.? Are we talking about like so pure American food versus pure Canadian food? Yeah, I'd say I'd say pure because otherwise, like we can start I mean, there. Because otherwise, you can like have Italian dishes. Right. And That's like, true. That's true. Yeah, we'll, say, go we'll go with that. America, not even America. close. Okay. <laughs> What's like your your favorite dish that you're thinking of? American food. Mm-hmm. Dude, barbecue, let me tell you, I live right next door to some barbecue spot in Virginia and the ribs, uh, pastrami. I've never had pastrami like that. Like I've had like grocery store, like, you know, store bought pastrami and I I don't really care for it, but like barbecue pastrami, it's a different game. So different. Yeah. (laughs) Pulled, Pulled pork. I've never had pulled pork until I came to America. Oh man, yeah, that That's is people here. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah. What else do I have? What uh, man, I've had so much. I love chicken wings. I mean, I feel like that's American. Is that American? No, that's definitely yeah. an American thing. Yeah. yeah, yeah. The one thing you guys weird me out because wait, you guys don't put ketchup on hot dogs. So, uh, well, that's specifically embrace a, debate. That's specifically yeah. a Chicago thing. So, like, okay. if you're not in Chicago, that's totally normal in the rest yeah. of the U.S. At least most most people will put ketchup on a hot dog in Chicago. That's like frowned upon for yeah. some reason. Yeah. And there's all the other toppings instead. But people, I'm a I'm definitely a ketchup guy. People I'm a ketchup on everything guy. In Chicago, I think people take it as like, oh, so like my hot dog's not good enough for you, right? You got to, <laughs> which is just dumb. Like, because uh, a Chicago hot dog, you put literally everything else on. Yeah. Besides the ketchup. And like, Not uh, ketchup. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. If I go to Chicago, I'm literally going to grab the ketchup and look at the guy that gave me my hot dog and just drink it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Give him a death. And just walk away. <laughs> did, you, did you have any barbecue when you were down in Austin? No, I didn't. Like, see, that was the hard thing because we were there for a good amount of time, but you know, I didn't want to run the risk of getting barbecue before the race. Cause yeah. I can't just have like a little bit of barbecue. If I have barbecue, I'm going to have the whole platter. <laughs> but then, I mean, after the race, we got tacos. Cause I don't think any barbecue places were open. And then we flew out the next morning, next but yeah. I got to come, I got to get back to Austin though. 
for sure. Yeah, there's, it's a fun place. There's a yeah, really fun city. A lot of great food there. Yeah, we staying staying by where the track was instead of downtown was kind of a bummer just because we didn't get to have all the we didn't get to have good barbecue either. We were yeah. just having like the only place that was open <laughs> after the meet was Wendy's. Like everything else was closed. Hey, so we can't go wrong Wendy's. <laughs> they got the best chili in the fast food industry. <laughs> See, I always forget that they have chili. No, they their chili, their chili's A1, trust me. <laughs> I wouldn't get it in the summer because that's kind of weird, but like, you know. Yeah. Get it in the winter. It's cool. Nice cold weather. Yeah, dish. Yeah. All right. I already know the answer to this one. Um, but maybe maybe another topic for embrace debate. Better music. Oh man. <laughs> Damn. See, okay. We just have to exclude. But if you look at who Canada's produced, like we have Drake. We have Justin Bieber, Sean Mendez. Mm-hmm. Uh, who else? I mean, damn, I'm forgetting like the old, older people. Uh, who's a singer that came from Canada? People are going to roast me for this. <laughs> What's her name? What You guys know her name. Uh, I can't. Uh, I'm just looking, right. Looking. <laughs> Avril Lavigne. <laughs> Okay, Avril Lavigne, Celine Dion. Oh yeah, yeah. Celine Dion, that's the one. Celine Dion. Yeah, but it doesn't compare. Like you guys wash us in terms of like you guys put out way more music than we do. Yeah, I didn't know Nelly Furtado. Part from. Do any of yo Nelly Furtado, man? I used to have a crush on her when I was in like grade five. That's that's an OG. Oh, there's actually there's a lot more than I thought. Alicia Cara. uh, Oh, she's Canadian. Yeah, she's Canadian. Carly Rae Jepsen's Canadian. Yeah. Okay. Maybe this is. Oh, so- you know who else is Canadian? I'll oh, forget it. Forget it. Nia Twain. Wow. It, 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 how many? How many of these artists, or how many Canadian artists actually stay? Well, obviously, a lot of artists will stay, but like a lot of the big name Canadian Maybe. artists come to the U.S. and come to LA. Yeah. And Drake do- moved back home though. And the weekend, I think the weekend's moving back home. Okay. Yeah, I drove past Drake's house. Holy smokes! Like. So I said, okay, that was super Canadian. I said, holy smokes, but it's because, like, I'm not going to swear on this podcast. <laughs> <laughs> so don't judge me. <laughs> so but, how, uh, how, how can you, is it pretty visible from the street or is it, like, totally gated and blocked off? I mean, you can see it. Like, it's visible. Okay. Because he had, like, part of his, you know, he has barricades, like a cement uh, sort of going around, fence going around of his house. But then, like, you can see, because, like, the front gates, you can kind of see through it. He has security there 24 seven. Wow. Just I'm, standing there. Yeah. He needs to, unfortunately. Yeah. But, and, uh, his house is immaculate. Like to be honest, that entire neighborhood, if you have time, if you're ever bored, just look up the bridal path in Toronto. Okay. Prince used to live in the bridal path. He had a house there, believe it or not. And, uh, some other celebrities, but it's the neighborhood is, you would think it's out of a movie. It's crazy. That's wild. So you can you can just drive down the street. It's not like gated to get into the neighborhood. You can just no, go. not gated to get into the neighborhood. And he cool. lied then. I don't think Canada. I feel like this is a gated community. Please get the fuck off the property. Oh, that's, that's one of his lines. Oh, lie. oh, oh, oh. But, yo, but that might have been talking about his, his L.A. because he lived he lived in Hidden Hills, bro. Oh, yeah. OK, yeah. fair enough. All right. Yeah. Don't worry. I got you, Drake. If you're watching this. <laughs> With the Drake. No. <laughs> if you're watching this, I got you, man. <laughs> uh, yeah. But I don't I honestly don't think in Canada. 
I haven't seen too many gated communities. I feel like that's a Florida thing or in something. The, yeah, I don't know. In the U.S., it's very state to state, like Kansas, Missouri, Florida, and a few other places that I've been have them. Like, but in Illinois, it's, yeah. It, well, it's all, it's also like a tax thing too. Like, depending on like your community, like pays your HOA fees to support your community, and then you don't get as much right. tax money. And so, yeah. it's state by state. <laughs> Illinois and a lot of the Midwest states, they just get money for, or that those are all like garbage and water and all that stuff. That's supply right. tax money. But then Florida, yeah, they probably just have to like have those costs themselves within yeah. the community. Yo, so what's the deal with Florida? They don't pay income tax, right? Something like that. I think Florida has that. There's a quite a, there's a few states that have that. Hey, I'm trying to be the Reebok Florida. just get a a p.o box in florida and just say that that's your address oh actually that wouldn't be a permanent address you know what i should do i should get like a boat on the water because you don't even get tax like yeah there we go you'll get a houseboat and make it your address some of the no income tax some of the um the boat spots are actually pretty cheap in Florida. Like I know if well, you, they have a lot of boat spots. The whole state right. is on the whole. <laughs> I mean, like like comparatively, like I don't understand why people have boats in Chicago, LA, or New York because it's Crazy literally like expensive. it's like buying a house because yeah. they can, right? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it's like, in, a, in a city with that many high paying jobs, there there are yeah. people that can afford it. But but you know, I heard that um another place to live. I don't know how we got to. Avoiding taxes. <laughs> we're, we're finding your like retirement home if we're talking about Florida. Yeah. yeah. But um I heard another place where they do it is like people live in the state of Washington and then do their shopping in Oregon. Like they'll live on the border because I think Washington you don't have to pay was it housing tax or whatever? Yeah, property. Yeah. yeah. Property yeah. tax, sorry, property tax. Yep. But then like Oregon has no like uh what's the sales, right? tax. sales tax sorry yeah, yeah. sorry <laughs> there's yeah there's so the many US weird is confusing <laughs> it, is that how, is that how canada is on the borders between like alberta and like is that how that works where people like if you work on close to the border on one side you're willing to live on the other side of the border for like any sort of benefits is that a let thing? me tell you other than i could only see that working with ontario and quebec if you live close to like on like another border in canada there's probably nothing over there that's like i don't know like i don't know people that do it but uh okay yeah <laughs> that's 100 percent. like every and in, in a lot of the big cities in the u.s are on a border because there's like a river there or whatever so yeah. it's always like a decision of like what's the biggest tax <laughs> on my house and yeah. my business it's so weird I want to, I watched a movie, which is pretty funny. I forgot which movie it was, but like, I'm sure a lot of movies do it, but what's this, the four states that like intersect each other? I like oh, right at it. It's, uh, it'd be, you, I think it's Utah, Arizona, New Mexico, New Mexico, and oh man, geography, Colorado. Yeah. Utah, yeah. Colorado, Arizona, New Mexico. Yeah. I see like a lot of funny stuff. Like I forgot the movie, but like, you know, they were doing something that they weren't supposed to be doing. And then all the cops showed up from each state and they're like, no, we get to arrest them. We get to arrest them. It's pretty funny. <laughs> That's like family guy or something. Yeah. Yeah. Fighting over. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Uh, kind of on the theme of houses, uh, which country 
is just overall more beautiful, like more beautiful nature, more beautiful landscapes. Oh man. See, I feel, I feel bad cause I haven't explored Canada as often, but you guys are going to make fun of me, but like sometimes on Instagram, what I do is I'll look up like a random city or town in Canada where I see like a lot of lakes or like bodies of water. And then I'll click the location and just look like at all, like the nature pics or like what the town looks like. Uh, I think Canada's very underrated, but in terms of like natural beauty, like being nature, I think Canada's up there. Mm-hmm. Like, I really think that Canada might have it over you guys, but, um, actually maybe not. Cause you guys have like the grand Canyon and like other things. We just, I don't know. Our nature is beautiful, but in terms of cities, like, you know, you guys have a lot more big time cities. Right. But I will say, um, if you ever want to go to Europe, but don't want to spend like Europe money, go to uh, old Montreal. You will literally think you're in France if you go there. It's okay. Cool. Noted. Cheap vacay. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Trust me. It's nice. It's really nice. No, I think so. I, I, I yeah, I love Canada. I've been to Vancouver. Um, nice. Arizona, yeah, I like that. Like Whistler and all that, but then also like Banff and Jasper and and that. There, you've been to more places than me. <laughs> <laughs> I've only been to Canada one time, and I did all did, of those did things in one time. Yeah, you did <laughs> okay, but, but I would say like coming from the Midwest in the U.S., where it's very not scenic flat. at all. It's flat. There's not yeah. a lot of trees. It's like super extreme weather. Like Canada, at least, is like tons of trees. Nice, yeah. like nice rolling land, and then you got the mountains. So yeah, yeah, you don't have like the the Utah and Arizona style of like these cool red rocks and all that. <laughs> middle of nowhere, <laughs> yeah, but still middle of nowhere. Yeah, I th- yeah. yeah. <laughs> I think on average, like uh, per square mile, Canada is prettier. That's what I would say. Per go with that answer. The yeah. U.S. has so like I mean the entire we, Midwest. Yeah, is we have really quality stuff like national parks, and then we have a lot of yeah. boring. <laughs> a lot of yeah. Cool. A lot of corn. <laughs> All right. Yeah, shout out to Iowa, right? That's, That's right. <laughs> That's my home state. Let's go. Nice. Dude, I went to um I went to Drake Relays once. Drake Relays in, is the that's the race. In Des Moines. Is that where is that? Ames? Des Moines. No. Des Moines, sorry. Yeah, really, so it's really it's really close to Ames. Really close to so Ames we is Iowa State, right? Yeah, yeah, that's where we went to school was Iowa State University. No way. Yeah, yeah. And Dude. Drake was uh like when I so I ran in high school in Iowa and Drake was always the thing where all the high schoolers like you gotta run yeah. the time to get into Drake because then if yeah. you get into Drake, then you get to stay for the weekend for free and like watch the pro runners yeah. also yeah. do a mile. And that, that was really cool. That was a blast. So like I would always like basically peak for drake because i was like this is this i gotta get to drake a good one and then state a month later like yeah you're not seeing like the common denominator like you know you're peaking for drake i'm peaking to beat drake (laughs) (laughs) oh god yeah (laughs) yo they're gonna think i'm a weirdo after this podcast but it's, it's all love that, that's uh, my guy it's also it's, it's your hometown artist too it's like it's not yeah. and if it's your hometown hero yeah you talk to anyone from atlanta about like the migos and they're like going crazy yeah. right right i don't know i gotta ask craig like who who he likes listening to although kind of nervous to get the answer from that but <laughs> <laughs> it could be anybody his answer was uh either like pink floyd or some like uh oh leonard skinner yeah leonard skinner yeah yeah yeah. i wonder how many times like him going through the 
airport if he gets like flagged as like a suspicious person <laughs> <laughs> with his like mustache with with yeah with <laughs> here, i know <laughs> oh man it's all love though craig craig knows it's all love on this oh, of course, of course. <laughs> I, don't, I don't think he could offend craig if he tried yeah no, no i don't think i don't so. think he takes a whole lot to heart no but, yeah he's a great guy he actually i mean he hosted me when i was on my visit out there after school when i did like you know visits for clubs and everything yeah going to see yeah, yeah. he's a really cool guy i like spending some time with him i like <laughs> he was fun he was fun <laughs> but sure. he must not have been too fun because you decided not to hang out with him and join reebok instead nah. <laughs> <laughs> we don't need to get into that we don't need to get into that. <laughs> nah, he was cool he was so cool i he he made my trip really fun and everything everybody everybody there was was really nice it's so it's hard though you know like when you meet uh the coaches i met all the coaches and everybody and it's like everybody's so nice you wish you could say yes to everybody but at the end of the day you got to make one decision so <laughs> yeah absolutely that yeah. i'm sure that's even more because it's like you're you're gonna live somewhere like you're choosing the coach the team the brand everything like yeah. the salary but then you're it's also like where do i want to live too yeah. so, that's, so many, that's so many pieces at once at least like choosing a college like worst case you're like oh, i'm gonna be here for four years and then i'm gone exactly so, like, yeah like a short-term thing versus like where do i want to you can transfer at like any time you know exactly. <laughs> yeah there's no yeah there's no like true cost associated with it it's like if you're having fun you're good and if not you can always change it up but yeah yeah, yeah. You're, yeah you're settling down for your for your well not for your life you're gonna you're gonna go to Florida, <laughs> uh, toronto you know, I, gonna, yeah. we're getting we're getting a boat <laughs> yeah. All right, gotta ask uh, better beer. So Canada, you've got uh, what Molson, Labatt, uh, Kokanee, USA. You've got Bud, Coors, Miller. I mean, yeah, better, better, better like, cheap beer, better cheap beer. Yeah, cheap beer. <laughs> cheap beer. I feel like I've partied more in the states, so I'm gonna say America. America. Just, yeah. Wait, there's one. There's one beer that I really don't like, but Rob loves. Rob loves this beer. Rob Dometic. It's oh. cheap. It's garbage. Like it tastes. All right. Well, it, is it Rolling Rock Natural Light, like Natty? Um, uh, natty Light. Hams. Uh, what else is? Start with an S or something. I don't know. Uh, I think what else would be out there? An S. Like in the Northeast, and it wasn't like Yingling. That one sucks, bro. <laughs> oh, okay. That's yeah, a, I think like my my teammates at Syracuse, the ones from PA, were like, "Yo, Yingling!" I was just like, I tasted it and I was like, "Nah, bro, <laughs> that's not it, man." <laughs> that's like every every old white person that has ever lived in Chicago is like, "Oh yeah, old style. That's my style." Oh, that's I'm like, yeah, yeah. It tastes like it tastes it's like. like it's like you're not in high school. You have a working job now. Like I'm sure you can afford something. Something a little, something a little better. <laughs> you can splurge on like a Coors Light or something. I don't know. <laughs> that is the funny thing that all the cheap beers you're really picking it because of like nostalgia or your your impression of the drink. Not like if you yeah. tasted all the crappy beers, blind taste. You probably wouldn't really taste much of a yeah. difference, but you're just like, I'm a Yingling guy. <laughs> you take Yingling, you're like, oh yeah, I was in a dark spot when I was drinking this. this uh... <laughs> oh my gosh. All right, I got one more for Canada versus U.S. Uh, who's going to have more Olympic medals in distance running, Canada or the U.S.? Uh, we're talking 15, 5K, and 10K. 
who pulls out on top? See, the thing is, before I give my answer, I don't know if you guys did any research and I'm not trying to start no beef or anything because, you know, I got lots of friends in the U.S. I respect them. A lot of them has kicked my butt before and everything. But in, I think in our 5K, if you add up the points between Canada and America, you know, me and Mo won that. We scored the least amount of points. So in the 5K, it's interesting. Uh, and maybe just because I compete, I think I'm going to do great in that event. Uh, realistically, though, the U.S., you know, you guys have too much talent. You know, you guys are borderline giving Kenya like a run for their money. <laughs> it, is, it is funny, though, like uh, one of the guys that runs the Beer Mile Classic was giving us shit because both you and Gabriella won the 15s that we put money yeah. He's yeah, Canadian as well. He's also Canadian. He was yeah. like, "Huh, what happened?" So like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean, dude, the thing is, is like at the top, we're we're really top heavy. We're really good. Um, I'm just used to seeing Canada send two people, where the U.S. sends three. So I feel like there's more room for error when you have three people. Yeah. Whereas two, like for my Canadians that are watching, it's like, I don't doubt our abilities or anything. It's just like three people versus two, you know, there's a lot more room for error for something to go wrong on this side. Right. That's yeah. true. That's true. Yeah. All my American friends are probably like, yo, shut up, Justin. We'd rinse you guys. Blah, blah, blah. <laughs> <laughs> so <laughs> but in terms we'll, of, we'll like, see. in yeah. terms of random odds, it's like 16%, you know, between 50, 50 and 33, 33, 33. I'm not following. You must have had like a 3.8. <laughs> no, no, no. He actually has, he had horrible. <laughs> you know, I was, uh, I don't know why we're getting on this topic, but I was talking to Bailey and Bailey Myers, who is also the meet. And she's like, uh, yeah, like I had a 3.8 out of like wash you or wherever. And I was like, oh yeah, I dropped out after three semesters. <laughs> <laughs> out as a, a dropped dropped out for a semester then transferred but and like, then transferred yeah. <laughs> wait where did you so wait did you transfer to iowa state or did you yeah oh, okay where did you go before i went to university of kansas first all right everybody watching don't go i'm joking yes then maybe go there unless you're bryce <laughs> yeah <laughs> oh true yo bryce he's been putting them on man yeah that kid that kid's special. He's yeah. special. Yep. I loved his streak, though. Like, he was undefeated for, like, what, an entire year or two yeah. years or yeah. something like that? Wow. It was, like, in the 20s. Like, number of races, it was, like, 22 races or something in a row yeah. that he didn't lose. <laughs> yeah. <And> then, yeah. <laughs> I'm undefeated for five, and I feel like I'm on top of the world. <laughs> <laughs> I can't imagine what he felt like. He's been uh, he's been putting them on. Shout out. Why did you go to Can- – sorry, I mean, this is completely off topic, but why did you – why did you originally go to Kansas and you're from Chicago, right? Yeah. It's, it's funny. Cause a lot of like, I think out of all cities in the U S that, that end up at KU Chicago makes up at least a third, I think, or like the greater Chicago area. Yeah. I don't, it's kind of weird. Um, but I, so, it was between KU and Iowa state and I went there with the intention of walking on in Iowa state, like, I think the summer before my senior year of high school to so, so grade 12, they had a coaching switch and I was like, ah, like, I don't really know about that. Yeah. 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 
Well, maybe it would have worked out better if you started. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> you know, I think uh, washed up as fuck. <laughs> your coach, who's your, who was the, the coach at Iowa State? It's um. So it was Corey Immels, mm-hmm. and then he went to Boise State, and then now it's uh, oh gosh, Martin Smith, right? Yeah. Yes. yes. Yep. He's a uh, coach Fox, obviously my college coach and you know Reebok coach. I think uh, he was, he was his mentor. Like I know coach Fox, like talks to him all the time. And like, so we probably doing the same workouts. <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> yeah. But, no, uh, he, yeah. Martin, yeah. He Smith turned around. Like Iowa state was not good at cross country or track. They're and now, now they're in the big 12. Yeah. They were getting smoked, like usually yes. bottom two and in, in the track and cross country. And yeah, now yeah. they've got a really solid squad. So yeah. It's, it's been fun I heard work. you guys are serious this year too. Like I heard you guys got a Kenyan and, uh yeah. Alex Lamong, I just told you I was playing FIFA with him. He's yeah. there now. Yep. <laughs> Yo, honest to God, man, like a lot of these people, like they'll see, well, not people, they're my friends, but like they'll see me on like Instagram, like, yo, I'm playing FIFA, you know, rinsing my brother, whatever. And uh <laughs> then they asked me to play. And Alex, so I played Alex yesterday. And I decided to play him because it was kind of late at night, but I was staying up for the Drake release, so I didn't care. <laughs> and yo, I was washing this guy like four one. He tied one game, then it was like five one. Let me tell you, I honestly think he didn't go to class today. I don't think he slept, but I played him today, and it was like I was playing a completely different person. I'd say it's was, like when you, when you your, your brother like hands you the controller, and you're like, whoa, different guy, different guy. <laughs> <laughs> no, honestly, I'm kind of curious. I feel like maybe maybe he has a roommate. Cause I didn't, this is the thing. I didn't see his hands, like yeah. his hands, we were on FaceTime too, while we were playing and like his hands were kind of like down here. I'm not sure if he was actually playing. He could have had a roommate <laughs> that was sick Ooh. and put on a show. So I'm kind of like, I'm probably going to play him later on tonight, but like, I'm yeah, happy. Did. Like I'm, I did the podcast. I'm fine, but I was very upset before. You need, a, <laughs> yeah, you need like a full, a full body cam. So yeah. You can see his, yeah. his everything connected to the controller. <laughs> and trust you, I played, uh, I played Chalima once. This was back when I was in college, actually my senior year. This guy was talking so much smack, bro. <laughs> and I was feeding this guy in FIFA all of a sudden. And I heard my brother told me that people do this. His Wi-Fi starts acting funny. So it starts glitching. Anytime I get the ball, it starts shaking and glitching or pausing. But anytime he has the ball, it's like HD, high def, like he's no normal speed, 720. I don't know. Like, and he just scores on me and then he beat me. But I was like, I think he, I think he cheated. Like Julian has got a lag switch though. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. The lag switch. I think he turned it on. People, people do that in like old school Call of Duty all the time. All the time, man. I don't even entertain Call of Duty because I'm not good at that game. <laughs> I, I used to be good at first person shooters, and now I just feel old. I'm like, how how do things move around? <laughs> I don't get it anymore. Because now it's not a matter of like the joystick. You have all these kids on the computer, and it's just like, yeah. it's too hard. You yeah. got people like no scoping and like 360 angles, like doing it on a regular basis. I remember like when we were kids, if you did that once, it was like, oh my god. Yeah, like people just do it for fun. Take that clip forever. Like I'm gonna put that on my resume, on my college admission. <laughs> yeah. Now kids just like stream on Twitch and they're like, oh yeah, just another one, just another day. Uh, yeah. 
Wait, yo, you know what's interesting? Sorry, I know we're like completely off and you guys probably want to end this soon, but all good. They're handing out scholarships for esports now. That's pretty yeah. cool. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Do you do you know have a sense for like how many schools have an esports team? Because I know it's becoming so it, a collegiate. Syracuse I mean, has one. Syracuse does? Okay. A lot of I them so. have, a lot of them started out as clubs, but even the clubs, like there's a decent amount of money. There's budget yeah. competitions that you go to. Yeah. <laughs> and like the, the biggest one I think is League of Legends and it's like the the world championships, but it's yeah. like a winning team of I'm going to get roasted by the league nerds, but I think it's like five people and you split a mill as a team of prize. Yeah. Not yeah. to mention that. The, but then the NCAA is going to be like, I'm going to hold on. Yeah. Hold on. Yeah. Yeah. We can reimburse you on meals, but I don't know if we can give you the whole thing. No. <laughs> Aren't they bringing back NCAA football? football. Yeah. Uh, dude. <laughs> That's going to be fun. That's going to be awesome. But I'm pissed because I was going to wait to buy the PS5. Like just because I have the PS4 slim. So I had like the second model of the PS4. So I was going to wait for like the second model of the PS5. But I hear like the NCAA game, it's going to be only out for the PS5. So they're going to like bully you into almost buying it. I mean, that, that's how like half the the game studios are. Like I, I have an old Xbox one, like wait, like a super shitty one. Yeah play anymore because i don't have time <laughs> when they when both the ps5 and i, I don't even know what the, is it the xbox s or whatever xbox i don't even xbox is irrelevant right now yeah but, yeah, yeah. <laughs> but they, they both came out and i'm like do i like really want to get this and spend however much money on it and then yeah. all of the games i play like call of duty etc was like yeah so we're gonna release updates but it's it's only gonna be for the new stuff like yeah ah, all right so i guess i really won't play anything <laughs> <laughs> see for me the saddest moment is like when you bring your gaming system to uh gamestop with like the hundreds of games that you have and like you're like oh man it would be a great day if i could at least come out with 200 bucks like paid 500 for the system and like probably yeah. almost 500 dollars for all these games and then like they're sitting there they're scanning all the stuff and then they're like I can give you $25 in a cool bobblehead yeah. if you go through system. Like, yo. <laughs> I've seen, like, funny videos where, like, uh, this guy, you know, it was done to him, and he trashed the whole store. Like, he flipped his – he was so pissed. <laughs> yeah, that's, that's like a childhood ruiner. My, oh, God, I'll never forgive I, – I had a lot of, like, old-school consoles that – Nowadays, if you bought on eBay, they'd be like a couple hundred dollars. Yeah, one sixty four, the original PlayStation, and a couple of years ago, my parents were just like, "Oh yeah, we had a garage sale and like we got rid of your old stuff." And I was like, "Oh, bro, that my heart goes out to you, man. <laughs> I'm sorry." Yeah. It's yeah, sorry. Go ahead. No, I, it's, it's funny that those that, like those systems, like the N sixty four, Super Nintendo, like they went down. Yeah, value for so long. Down, yeah, and then yeah. I don't know when I was like junior high, high school, I could buy games for like five bucks. Yeah, and then all of a sudden they start ramping back up because and yeah. then N sixty four still works. Like this thing is Keep it. longevity. It's Keep like it. years old. So I um not an N sixty four. I mean, I still have my PS two, but um 
I have a Game Boy Color too, if that's somewhere around in my house. But uh, I have an iPad with Flappy Bird on it still. Ooh, that's yeah, worth something. That has to be worth something because you can't download it anymore and it still works. Like I played it like the last time I was home. So, you know, when I'm getting kind of desperate for money and stuff, I might have to put that on eBay or something. <laughs> Yeah, Hopefully, I don't end up getting desperate for money, though. Yeah. <laughs> once you, yeah, once you spend all your all your money and you have a big loan for that boat in Florida or, or whatever, <laughs> you know, the IRS comes to me is like, "No, nah, we're taking all this back." And <laughs> oh, man, sorry, I don't even want to talk that into assistance. I just did my taxes anyway, so I'm all good. I'm all good. Good. That, that's another thing the U.S. overcomplicates. God. <laughs> oh, dude. Sometimes I wish, I don't know about you guys, but like, I wish that they didn't even tell me how much they were taxing me and just gave me my money. Like, I don't, Yeah. when I see how much that they tax you, I'm like, it infuriates me. Yeah. I don't even want to know. Like, I'd rather you not tell me and just like, give me my money after taxes. Yeah. Speaking of, I mean, (laughs) you mentions of beef in this episode, and I have beef with the IRS because I, (laughs) I filed my 2019 taxes and got a letter in the mail two weeks ago. And they're like, Hey, you need to file your taxes. Cause like I was waiting for six months for my return. And they're like, hey, we never got it. And I was like, bitch, oh, so I've got the oh, okay. I've got the red receipts. Like I'm about to yeah. send them an email yeah. storm. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, your return is like over a year overdue. But I guess that like not to be too much of like a sourpuss about it, like they actually do give you a minimum percentage if they have an error, like in your favor. Oh, okay. okay. We're not we're not horrible. Like it's just basically at this point, it's money that I forgot about that we'll probably spend on like sponsoring right. a race. <laughs> well, I just say cool. how they're like, well, you're like, how much do I owe you? And they're like, we oh no, you should figure out guess. And then they come back to like, ah, you owe us more money. It's like, why didn't you just tell me in the first place? Yeah. And know, also, if you I don't know. pay, you're going to go to jail. So yeah. <laughs> Oh yeah, true. Oh, that's a question. Which jail's worse? Canadian jail? Or you? I think we know the answer, but. Oh, God. I, yeah. <laughs> it's I'm, willing, I'm willing to bet. Yeah. <laughs> pretty sure, yeah, I'm pretty sure we have more documentaries about ours than, than Canadian yeah. jails, So Absolutely. <laughs> Unless you can, like, get super lucky. Uh, well, actually, I mean, you can't get that lucky. But it's it's funny. I don't know how much truth's to it. But, like, have you ever watched, like, Narcos? Like, I've seen some of Narcos, yeah, yeah. Seen the jail that Pablo built first, yeah, <laughs> like the arcade and everything. That was so yeah. funny. I, I really do wonder. Yeah, I really. Yeah. Wonder. <laughs> yeah. I, I mean, I don't know how we got here, but <laughs> U.S. healthcare, Canada healthcare. I mean, yeah, yeah go to jail. <laughs> put that on the list. <laughs> Strategic. I mean, yeah, our healthcare is pretty nice. You know, I go to go to the hospital like it's nothing, but yeah. Hopefully, hopefully one day I hope you guys do get it or hopefully get a good one. Hopefully we'll figure it out. We'll see. Yeah. Yeah. It's it's hard because like you think about like where we're at in 2021 and you're just like, you know, if we haven't if we haven't figured it out by now, I don't know. I feel yeah. like we're digging a deeper hole. <laughs> yeah, we're too far in the hole now to get yeah. out of it. Definitely. Yeah. La- last last thing we have to ask, have you done a beer mile? No, I you haven't. Have not. Was that a but, thing when you were at Syracuse? Did did anyone try it? We did have people. Well, did we have people that did it? I think I'm pretty sure we had people that did it. I'm not sure. At least for one year that I was there, 
or maybe just one kid did it or two kids. Um, I can tell you personally, I would be awful at it. Um, yeah, I'd be horrible. I'd probably throw up relatively quick. <laughs> and for me, that wouldn't be a pretty sight because prior to 2016, the last time I threw up was when I was six years old. So, wow. yeah, I had a pretty good streak going until 2016. But that is especially amazing. as a professional runner. I feel like that's a very, well, both, common. both like running, throwing up, but also just like getting the stomach flu or stomach bug yeah. when you're, yeah. you're yeah. up. like, I used to get that. Oh, like, no <laughs> yeah. Oh, worry, you know, I've been fairly blessed, but yeah. yeah, I don't, I don't know. I'd be awful at that event. I can tell you that. Okay. Yeah. Any, uh, anybody that you would call out as a dark horse or a ringer, like in the pro scene or Syracuse teammates, Reebok teammates? Hey, well, dude, I'm friends with the beer mild world record holder. Corey Corey Bell. Yeah. So, uh, obviously, I mean, I guess he's not a dark horse, but that's my boy. Shout out to him. <laughs> uh, <laughs> yeah. Uh, and the crazy thing about him is like, he's actually a really fast miler too. So I mean, that's what makes him good at the beer mile. Like the beer just, yeah. he just naturally, the first time he did it, it's just, the beer he's went down to, and he's already really fast. So yeah. boom, good he's a pretty calm guy. I mean, I've never partied with him, but like, he's, he's a pretty calm guy. Like he's really funny, but like, you wouldn't think that he'd be able to just put it down like that and go right. run. So uh, here, let's see on the Reebok team who would win. Um, Rob Dometic, 100%. Um, he went to Ole Miss. I feel like there's some, yeah. <laughs> you know, there's, there's something to that right yeah <laughs> i don't know if i'm just making assumptions but i'm pretty sure if you lined up all the teams yeah there's some right. extra extra training that goes on down there yeah. So, yeah. although you know I'm, I'm sure you know nc state and you know i'm, I'm sure the old sam could, could give people a run for their money back in his day <laughs> but <laughs> but um damn i don't know if you'd be mad at me for saying that but um <laughs> Let's see. Okay, so that's on our team. Rob Dematic would win. Syracuse, uh, it wouldn't be Kevin James. You know, I don't know if he'll even watch this, but, like, he's from Delco. He thinks he's tough. That guy would be passed out after the second lap. He's another Yingling or Ying, whatever it's called. Yeah. yeah. That guy's soft, bro. I hope he's watching this. He, he wouldn't be a good one. That's that's what I feel like is the commonality between Corey and Chris. It's like the low key nice people who you don't think can like just absolutely drain beer. Those are the guys who are good. <laughs> those those are the dangerous guys. All, all the fucking alpha chads are like, oh, like I can, I can do this. Yeah. The guys you see at the guys you see at a party that are like calm, just like minding their own business, not breaking stuff over the head. Yeah. Of stuff. <laughs> those are the guys. Yeah, those are the guys that. You know, they're dangerous guys. <laughs> but oh, that's yeah. hilarious. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> that's, that's another good like Canada versus US rivalry is the beer mile. Oh yeah. Uh, We're killing you guys right now. I, I know. From a from a world record standpoint historically, Canada, Canada's own yeah. so. But that's the thing. Like I feel like, you know, I mean I'm not a huge party guy. I don't really drink like that. I, I don't drink I won't even say really, I don't drink like that. But um I feel like if you go to Canadian universities, like I know Western university is a pretty big party school, but like they don't really have frats and stuff. Like, I don't know if that's like a Canada doesn't really have frats, but if you go to those parties or if you see the way they party, they'd give us a run for their money. Like they, they go pretty hard over there. 
I'm sure. I'm sure. Yeah. I, I have a few through the beer mile. I met a few friends uh, from Western, and I've seen some Snapchat. Oh, so you know? <laughs> yes. yeah. Yeah. yeah, 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 yeah. They're I, internationally yeah. known. So yes, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I, I met a few guys from the beer mile that went there. Like, and I met them when Lewis they were Kent, right? Lewis, Lewis Kent, uh, yeah. Phil Phil Peromigas. Um, I think oh, I don't know him. Um. Yeah, I think those are the two main guys, but then through them, I've met a couple others as well. But yeah, like yeah. via via Snapchats and, and Instagram, uh, <laughs> I'm, I don't know what to do. <laughs> it's like you know, you're in special friends, like that special friend group that doesn't get posted on the regular <laughs> Instagram. But, uh, oh, dude, so I'll say this: I think I think Mike Tate. I don't know if you guys remember him. Mike Tate. That's not ringing a bell. Southern Utah. He uh he soloed a thirteen thirty two I think at Peyton Jordan or something like that once at one of those Stanford meets he went to Southern Utah when I was in school um I think he'd be able to do a good bear mile oh I definitely okay I just pull up his picture yeah I re- yeah. I recognize him yeah he's okay. also probably the most Canadian kid you'll ever you, I was gonna say I was <laughs> I was gonna say he's got like that hockey player uh, flow up top yeah. Yeah, we're looking at some good flow pictures here. So, yeah, <laughs> yeah man, and he does the stash too. I think he did the stash before it was cool. So, oh, hell yeah, hell yeah. <laughs> All right, guys. All right, man. Thanks for joining. We appreciate the time, and yeah, great to get to know you. We're excited to see, excited to see My you. Pleasure. Yeah, excited to see you race coming up. Uh, hopefully, you. I guess. I don't know when we'll see you race next. Uh, maybe it'll just be on I don't the know either. <laughs> yeah, might just be on the TV screen, but you know, yeah. we'll be rooting for you now. Now that, now that you are the first official, first official athlete that we've paid for uh, for prize money. Next level. Yeah. yeah. Now, now we have to have to be all in on that. So listen, let me tell you. I mean, I probably won't ever do it, but if I ever run a beer mile, I will make sure it is with a beer mile podcast singlet on or something there we go yeah i'll make sure i know well ahead of time and i'll make sure i represent the boys yes (laughs) yes yes yeah if you're ever able to go spectate Corey belmore doing it in person uh, at the world champs (laughs) we'll see see you there yeah see you know my (laughs) my worst fear is probably like attempting the beer mile and like Reebok watching and seeing me do horrible and just dropping my contract and being like, that's the guy, that's the guy we don't want. <laughs> that, that's exactly why the first time you do it, you just go with one friend to the track. You have the friend film you in case it's yeah. good. And if it's not good, then you just never, it never, never sees, happened. Never happened. Yeah. But if it is like for some reason, super good, then you can put it out there. Yeah. Then I put it out there. Then you, then you put it out there and then Reebok's like, Oh, we got him. He's in two sports now. You know? <laughs> Dude, low key. Sorry, I know you guys got to go, but I remember no, um, Rory Linkletter. He used to do. I don't know if you guys. He used to do like an eggnog mile challenge or something like that. Yeah. If I did that, I would throw up before I even started running because I don't <laughs> think I would like eggnog. I don't know. Chris did that like a couple months ago, and as he was pouring the eggnog out of the the carton, I was just like gagging filming it was disgusting that's, that's a common like high school alternative to do like chocolate milk mile or eggnog mile when you're you know before you can you're of drinking age that's a very common thing to do and it almost seems it's almost gross well it is grosser yeah. in my yeah. mind it's just well, it's gross because i mean rory i mean i'm cool with rory too so i don't care about saying this but like i remember he posted a picture 
of him just throwing up. And oh. it was like, you can see everything. And I'm like, dude, I don't want to see this on my Instagram, bro. <laughs> like, like, you couldn't show me, like, you doing a laugh or, like, you holding the eggnog. Like, it was, like, literally the main picture was him, like, throwing up into the car. Oh, gosh. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, I mean, you guys maybe might be able to find it if you do some scrolling. I don't know if uh, Hoka told him to take it down, but <laughs> well, if, if it's still there, we'll find oh, yeah. it. Oh yeah, yeah, we'll do some scrolling. Yeah, <laughs> the good oh, of okay. <laughs> awesome. All right, guys, you guys have a good night. Enjoy. Yeah, thank you so much for coming on. We'll be rooting for you. Hopefully, yeah. see you at some point in the near future. If we appreciate yeah. it, you guys take care. All right. All right. See you later. Cheers. Yes. <laughs> Hope you enjoyed that conversation with Justin. The time really flew. We didn't even realize that it was like an hour and a half in. We were just, I don't know, having fun. Yeah. Having having a good conversation and very, very low structure in that one. We kind of just let it go wherever it wanted to go. And it definitely helped uh, having met Justin before and also had, a, I guess, a mini interview at the Texas qualifiers still a super nice guy uh always wonderful to talk to him definitely now i just want to hang out with him more yeah <laughs> i want i like i would voluntarily get my shit rocked in fifa just just to hang out yeah well it sounds like he's gonna be online later so he's, he's in the business of shitting on people <laughs> yeah so. wiping the floor with people <laughs> So thanks for coming on, Justin. We we spent more time on the interview with Justin, that well, not even an interview, more time on the discussion, the banter with Justin. So we are not going to do a beer of the week this week just for the sake of time. And we already did the shoot your shot. We already shot our shot with Corey, Joe Bossard. <laughs> I forgot who we shot our shot with. Yeah. Oh, yeah. But stay tuned for next interview because we might have you know as as the turntables we might have somebody who shoots their shot with us on the next interview big, don't want don't want news yeah don't want to jinx anything but uh we might have our first reverse shoot your shot um which is hype might someone might have shot their shot and you know it might might be another two for or three for episode so stay tuned for that All right, y'all. Thanks for listening. We'll catch you next episode. Any words of wisdom to leave our guests? I mean, if you want to get that drip from BeerMile.com, make sure you're giving us that five-star review on Apple Podcasts, and it's going to be free. So, Free drip is the best drip. That's right. This drip drip deserves to be $1,000, but actually, this drip is so exclusive that you can only get it if you give us a five-star review. That's how exclusive it is. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> any other words of wisdom that my words of wisdom were buy merch what? no 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 i didn't say i never said buy merch i said we'll give you free merch okay if you, yeah. if you do the apple yeah your words of wisdom was support the pod we'll support you exactly All oh right. there we yeah, yeah there it is yeah. yeah it's like our you know with the texas qualifier support the athletes support the sport this is support the pod support the boys support yeah, yeah support yeah. the pod support the, the the mission the dream i don't know who knows? Is, is this a dream? I don't know. Um, oh, our light died, so I guess that's the end of the podcast. That's going to be the end, y'all. We lost power just like Texas lost power. <laughs> <laughs> that's, that's not even so going to the cuts. If you have a dumb idea, it might be worth money or at least be fun. Go do it. Shoot your shot with us. <laughs>